Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, Lex Anderson, a.k.a. the Sports Historian, with a NFL recap of Week 5, Week 5 predictions and decrees by the Prophet, and of course, some MLB postseason action, because that's what we got going on right now. And speaking of right now, nothing is hotter than hashtag ring the bell, hashtag red October, the Phillies annihilate and beat down the Atlanta Braves 10-2 in game three. Philly leads the series 2-1, and we all know in the second game, the Phillies had a 4-1 lead and wound up losing, and Bryce Harper got thrown out on a crazy-ass play, which I will have to look up that information and get to in a minute, but Bryce Harper annihilated the Atlanta Braves, hitting two of the six home runs, so like I the Prophet had decreed, I missed the action last postseason with the Phillies, Red October, Ring the Bell, it's a real thing, and no one steps up more than Bryce Harper, and of course, Bryce Harper doing what he's doing for the Phillies is another reason why Brian Cashman should be fired. But we know that Brian Cashman won't be fired because Hal Steinbrenner said, we're going to have an audit. Then he said, we're going to really not have an audit, but we'll just have some people looking at things that we're doing. But then when I was on the platform known as X earlier today, Hal, they said that Hal Steinbrenner had a meeting and he told the Yankee executives who are clearly overpaid, incompetent, and stupid to check their egos at the door. Why is the owner of the Yankees telling the Yankee executives to check their egos at the door? Their Yankees haven't won shit. The Yankees haven't done anything. How can you have an ego when this team hasn't won a goddamn World Series since 2009? Make it make sense. All I see is that Hal Steinbrenner is committed to losing. Zach, what's going on? Doing part podcast, part live. <clears throat> so, I will get into uh, some of the scores from, let's see. Let's talk about yesterday, though, real quick. Because the Phillies lost on a crazy... Oh, wait, sorry. Was it yesterday? No, excuse me. Astros Twins. I guess that was Monday. I guess they're spacing out the games. Let me see. Ah, yes, 5-4, the comeback, the comeback win. Let's see what we got here. Because it was something about the the way that the double play was done. So let's see here. But the Braves, it looks like they will be going home. So, uh, okay, the game-ending double play. Catch by Michael Harris. All right, let's see. I should have got these notes earlier, but you know what? It's in real time, so. Ah, okay, here we go. Let's see. <clears throat> so, we had, let's see, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos drove, in, drove one to deep right center, only to be robbed by a leaping catch by Harris, slamming into the fence. Harper had rounded second base when Harris made the grab. He backtracked desperately. 
and the throw back to the infield skidded past second baseman Ozzy Albies, but Riley picked up the backed up the play and zipped a throw to first that completed the double play, and it was the first postseason game in baseball history to end on a double play involving an outfielder. So being a sports historian, I have to note that historic event. And of course, with that, there was talk that one of the players had said, at a boy, Harper, at a boy. I got to find that guy's name. But uh, of course, when Bryce Harper hit his two home runs, he was staring that guy down. I believe it was Garcia. Let's see here. I think I need to have X up on my thing too, actually. All right, let's see here. What? <clears throat> Braves. Phillies. And anyway, I, I will fill in this dead time, this dead air with um, talk of NXT, which was crazy. That was insane. Missed opportunities, Horn Braves. Ah, right, here we go. Let's see. And that's crazy because why are they not giving me the information of how the play was called? Because there's the numbers by Oh, well, you know what? Here we go. But what? Oh, and they have it in Spanish too, so let's hear it in Spanish. Hopefully, you guys can hear it. Okay, that was exciting to hear, actually. But they're supposed to have what kind of play it was. Like, it was like some crazy 8-6-3 double play. So, of course, I will probably go insane looking for it. But uh, I've got to do what i got to do. So I will get into the action on 
say log in. Oh boy. <sighs> and for some reason, Twitter always keeps logging me in under. game inning double play Phillies I am going to get to the bottom of this because it's a mate it's a, so annoying that they had it let's see ah here we go a routine eight five three double play so again the first double play to end the game by an outfielder in MLB postseason history. So that's great. I got to get that information because what's the point of giving you... And then we also have Attaboy Harper is actually trending. That sounds pretty cool. Let's get the name of that guy. Arcia. Yep. And, of course, he had the decency to have his head down on the first home run. But on the second one, he had to look Bryce Harper in his eyes man-to-man. -man. And I'm not going to get into ethnicity or cultures or races or races, but some races talk a lot of shit. And when it's time to back it up, they don't own up to their bullshit. Ooh, Taylor over Henry. Good one. I will get to that in a minute. All right, so we're going to make the jump back to the NFL, where sadly it was a... Uh, I ended the week at 7-7. Seven and seven. Very disappointing. Again, I could have been 8-7, and seven, but the Cowboys let me down, getting annihilated. Oh, and the Commanders let me down, too. But I should have seen that coming because <clears throat> as I start, again, the NFL Week 5 recap... Starting with Thursday Night Football, Bears 40, Commanders 20, uh, legendary Hall of Famer Dick Butkus had passed away, one of the most feared men in NFL history, all pro 1960s, 1970s, the man hit to put people in a cemetery, that's how hard he hit, and um, sadly he passed away at the age of 80 and he never got to see the Bears win a game because before Thursday night, they had lost 14 straight games. That is crazy. I'm not really much of a fantasy guy, just let y'all know. So uh, you might want to find someone else out there that breaks down fantasy NFL because I don't do fantasy, to be honest with you. So I just do the games, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want anyone to put any money on anything I say. And then losing money because, again, that would be, uh, you know, for entertainment purposes. But let me see. Derek Taylor over Henry Olave. For D. Swift is annihilating the competition right now. I'm going to tell you that much. Um, freaking. Yeah, the Bears were all on it, man. The freaking Justin Fields hooking up with, what, DJ Moore for three touchdowns. Next-gen stats, DJ Moore just annihilated the Washington Commanders' defense. Something that I really did not see coming. But I knew because Dick Butkus had passed away 
that there was no way the Bears were going to go out there and lose the game. So Justin Fields, 262 yards, four touchdowns actually, but of course three of them to DJ Moore, who had eight catches for 230 yards. And by the way, the Commanders were at home. <clears throat> the Commanders, can I take this team seriously? Not after a horrific loss like that. But then, of course, that also leads comp to complications heading into week six. Well, unknown, I'm hoping that it would be the Dodgers who would be winning, but the Dodgers are currently losing, and the Dodgers, for four straight seasons, have won 100-plus games, but they can't seem to get out the NLDS. So go figure. Okay, um, another game which I shot myself in the foot, International Series. The Jaguars, who have been overseas, I said the Jaguars are dangerous in London, yet I went with the Bills, who lost 25-20 final score. And again, it was a struggle to watch this game, and not just because it started at 9.30, but because the first half was boring. The Jaguars had 11, 11 points in the first. The Bills had seven points the entire first half. And all I hear are these commentators making excuses for these millionaires. Oh, they're flying across the Atlantic. Oh, they have to get used to the different time zone. Oh, the Jaguars have been there for two weeks. As far as I'm concerned, the Jaguars play so much better in London, they should leave them over there. Don't even bring them back to America. Skull, nervous as a Twins fan. I mean, well, you are down 3-2, and it is the seventh inning, so you definitely have a reason to be worried. But we'll talk about yesterday's game where... <clears throat> the Houston Astros use target field as a launching pad for home runs. What's going on, Lena Fetzel? Hopefully I got that right, but I'll just say Lena. Okay, another loss. Falcons over the Texans, 21-19. I don't get it. All these Texan fans talking about, oh, Houston, Texas, C.J. Stroud. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? It looks good. And what happens? They lose. Jordan Alvarez. McCullough. Let me tell you something. Jordan Alvarez and Jose Abreu are what Stanton and Aaron Judge are not. And I'm a realist. Like, I'm not just a Yankee fan. I am a sport fan. Let me pin that, actually. Because, because it is annoying. Alexa, how long has Aaron Judge been with the Yankees? Aaron Judge has been a professional baseball player for seven seasons. Aaron Judge has been a Yankee for seven years. And for seven dismal years, when it when the bright lights, like my ring light, when the bright lights of the postseason turn on, Aaron Judge and his bat, they go cold. So, you know, it's a misleading stat that the Yankees are practically unbeatable when Judge and Stanton both homer in the same game regular season and postseason because in the postseason they're never on together they both collectively fail and give like like again they got swept the yankees got swept in the alcs what i think judge was hitting like point zero something i have to look yeah <clears throat> yeah and as a yankee fan i i can't make excuses for multi-millionaires who can't do their goddamn job Jordan Alvarez, Jose Abreu, Bregman, these guys, even Correa, they live for postseason moments. Aaron Judge and Stanton, 
They do nothing for the Yankees. It's disgusting. Anyway, back to, uh, I got the Lions over the Panthers, 42-24. Jared Goff, three touchdowns. That's what's up. Another disappointing loss. The Titans lose to the Colts, 23-16. And this was a game Anthony Richards got hit, hurt his shoulder. By the way, he'll be out there saying four to eight weeks. The Colts, ever since, honestly, Andrew Luck retired unexpectedly. Or I'll go further. The Colts, since Peyton Manning left to go to Denver, I would stay away from the Colts. Like, they, you know, you know, they took forever to give Jonathan Taylor his money. It makes no sense. But what's with the Titans? Why are you losing with Anthony Richardson hurting his shoulder? And you're still... Let me... Let's see. Tannehill, 264. No touchdowns. An interception. Let me check the box score. Because I think someone had asked me about Derrick Henry... Derrick Henry got paid, so it's time for him to be useless. 13 carries, 43 yards. Okay, Joel, let me pin that real quick. Yeah, Stanton usually does come through in the postseason, but the Yankees still got swept by the Astros because Aaron Judge didn't step up. I think it was Bader hitting home runs. like, And Bader was a midseason acquisition. I'm talking about the Yankee captain who's been there for seven goddamn years, but yet when the postseason lights turn on, Aaron Judge turns off. And then he wants to give his stupid exit interviews. If it's not a World Series that I'm not talking about, this season is a failure. As far as I'm concerned, Yankee captain Aaron Judge, his postseason career is a failure. He's just slightly better than Mike Trout, who has a non-existent playoff career as well. All right, let me fly through this real quick. Okay, Dolphins over the Giants, 31-16. Despite the fact the Giants had, I believe, two interceptions on the Dolphins, but Daniel Jones suffered a neck injury. The Giants said he should be good, but let's be real. At 1-4, the Giants, their season is over, and it's going to get worse for them this week when they take on the Bills. Okay, Saints over the Patriots, great, 34-0. Derek Carr, not a great game, 183 yards, but he had two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 22 carries for 80 yards. Yep, 80 yards. Michael Thomas, four catches for 65 yards. This is why you can't be giving big money. This is why you can't be giving big money. How are you... Uh, check my main account. I can't. That, that's not the topic for discussion today. What fan are you? You shouldn't be questioning me. You should be telling me what kind of fan you are. The boy from Akron. Hmm. I guess you're a LeBron fan. Which means you're not even a real fan. You're not even a team fan. You're probably a LeBron fan. What do they call y'all? LeBron sexuals? Steelers over the Ravens. 17-10. I will take that. The defense did just enough for... Pickett, excuse me, Pickett to Pickens for the late touchdown. I'll take the win. People are criticizing it. And you know what I have to say? I-D-G-A-F. I don't give a damn. A win is a win because the teams that are out there who should be winning, like the uh, Texans, they're out there losing. So, again, T.J. Watt, and I believe it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, T.J. Watt. If I had confetti, I would throw it, but I don't, so I will just... Act like I'm throwing confetti. Or you know what? Maybe I will just add some confetti emotions. I'll just 
throw in a comment. Let's see here. Where's, where's the birthday stuff? Okay, let's see. Add comment. Happy birthday, TJ Watt. All right. Happy birthday. Okay, I'm kind of lazy with it, but that's it. Boy from Akron and supports New York. Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you, right? You know what? I want to pin that because... He's questioning me. He's questioning me. And like, again, pe people, people are so fake. At least I'm real with mine. Do me a favor. Let me know if you've ever seen a Laker game at sweet level during NBA All-Star break, because I have. Let me know if you've ever touched the floor of the Staples Center, because I have. Let me know if you've ever been to Yankee Stadium, because I know I have. I've even been to Madison Square Garden at Sweet Level 2. So let me know if you have any real-life experience the way I have, because I am unmatched on this app. Thank you very much. So anyway, Steelers, I will take the win. I don't care about Matt Canada being fired. A win is a win. Okay, Eagles over the Rams, 23-14. We saw that. Jalen Hurts with the def Jalen Hurts plus the Phillies defense held down the Rams, who I don't... The magic is gone. Let's be real. The Rams went all in. They got their one Super Bowl to justify SoFi Stadium being a $5 billion stadium. <sighs> you know it's also a joke? You know it's also a joke? The fact that you've been muted. <laughs> There's the joke. Let me, let, me, let me get my Joker impersonation on. You've been muted. You've been muted. Nobody cares what you have to say. This is my world. I am Thanos. Okay? You hear that? Your existence hinges on me. I don't care about you. You have nothing to offer my life. So move on with your life, loser. Anyway, Bengals over the Cardinals. Okay, this was definitely a loss for me. The Cardinals, I thought they could take advantage, but it looks like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they hooked up for three touchdowns. What am I pronoun? I don't deal with that. I'm I'm a man, okay? I'm a man. My gender is a man. Heterosexual. That's it. Uh, I picked the Jets over the Broncos. That was great. Even though they had to rally. But you got Brees Hall. You have the giant the Jets defense, excuse me, with the sack, strip, fumble, scoop, score, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, hashing him out. On the sidelines, Russell Lemon, it's over. It is over, honestly. Like, the Broncos need to find a way to trade Russell Wilson. And the social and media manipulation is, oh, it's not entirely Russell Wilson's fault. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is Russell Wilson's fault. And, yeah, the Jets' defense is legit, and they got the win, so I will pin that comment. Yeah, that defense don't play. Back in his prime, when Russell Wilson would escape the pocket, he was good with the football. He knew how to run for first downs. He knew when to throw it away. Instead, he's an overpaid lazy ass. I'm just going to call it. He's an overpaid lazy ass. He suckered the Broncos to giving him $165 million that he didn't deserve. The Broncos are stupid for giving him the money because he didn't even play for them before they gave him that contract extension. At least the Giants did the right thing and didn't try to get him. That's all I can say. 
Chiefs over the Vikings 27-20, but we all know the real deal. The NFL, the referees, they're taking care of Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the new darlings of the NFL. No one cares about the Patriots. Tom Brady has left. Everybody hates Bill Belichick. They want his ass fired because when it was Tom Brady who kept that team together. Let's be real. Belichick is the greatest cheater in NFL history. You had Spygate. You had Deflategate. If it had been a man of color who had did what Belichick and Brady had done, they wouldn't even be coaching on the college level. They would be, what do you call it, peewee football? They would be in JUCO. But because they have the privilege, they have the privilege, that's why they were able to still continue on with their NFL careers. And, and uh, Belichick, he's not even white American. He's like European white. He's like suburb. I, mean, I believe it's Slovenia or Serbia. So Bill Belichick, he's used to being a spy. He's used to recording other teams. And when you take that away from him, you have a, what's the word y'all use on social media? Mid? He's subpar. He's below subpar. But anyway, the NFL clearly will rescue the Chiefs for each and every game. It makes no sense. And sadly, Justin Jefferson, hamstring, he's out for four weeks. It's time to move on from Kirk Cousins. But I've been saying they should have never signed Kirk Cousins. They, the Vikings act like they've been forced to give Kirk Cousins millions upon millions of dollars. For what? There's no postseason success. Your offense revolves around Justin Jefferson. And with him out for four weeks, look for the Vikings to lose those next four games. Uh, their season's over. They're one, they're one and four, oh and three at home. Womp womp. Well, I'm a. Uh, please check my bio. And again, su Sunday night football. I stupidly went with the Cowboys over the Niners. Bang bang, Niners gang, and the Niners with Brock Purdy, four touchdowns, three of them to Kittle, and he has a F Dallas T-shirt underneath his jersey. And here's what's really crazy. <clears throat> Stephon Diggs was fined for doing the Stone Cold beer celebration. I saw on X that it said the NFL is considering fining Kittle for wearing a profanity-laced T-shirt on the field. This is white privilege at its finest. Why is the NFL considering fining Kittle? The minute Kittle lifted that shirt and it said, F Dallas, you're fine. I'm fining you after the game. I'm fining you after the game. But because Kittle is white, the NFL is considering fining him. It wasn't like Stephon Diggs was actually drinking the beer. He just took two beer cans and... Clapped, slammed them together like Stone Cold. It wasn't like he was drinking the beers, but you want to find a black man 15,000 or maybe 10,000, between 10 and 15. But Kittle, we're considering. We're already in week six tomorrow. Give me a. Thank you. Th th thank you. Where's the FCC? Where's the NFL? White privilege at its finest. It's a real thing whether you want to acknowledge it or not. 
And speaking of acknowledge, I picked for the Packers to beat the Raiders. Jordan Love, three interceptions. The Raiders get the 17-13 victory, and it is their first victory over the Packers in, in eight years. You know, I thought this was a joke, actually. I thought someone was messing with me. I think it was longer than that. Hold on here. It was Devin. It was Jordan Love with the three interceptions. But you know what? I'm not going to fault Jordan Love for the third interception because his wide receiver, Watson, he wasn't even fighting for the ball. Dude is 6'3", 6'4". You let a 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", defensive back, you let him keep you at arm's length. And he turns around and snatches the ball. And then Watson wants to be on the sidelines with his head down. You're a bum, bro. Watson is a bum. Let me see. And the Raiders ended a three-game losing streak as well. Okay, so... The Raiders ended an eight-game losing streak against the Packers the last time they beat Green Bay, 1987. 1987. It's 2023. Jordan Love? I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not all that either. Like, I thought he would be lighting it up with Devontae Adams. He's doing absolutely nothing. If it wasn't for the defense of the Raiders capitalizing on Jordan Love's inability to play football. But the fact that the Raiders got a win over the Packers for the first time since 1987. Jordan Love is... I guess Aaron Rodgers is more important... Like, I knew Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears, but they never really talked about Aaron Rodgers owning the Raiders. Jordan Love should be ashamed of himself. It's like, he's been in the NFL how long now? I think they've been saying three, four years? Either you get it or you don't, man. Three two in the eighth inning, Astros over the Twins. Of course, Houston leads this series two games to one in the best of five. And guess what? Mahomes also owns the Broncos. Make that fifteen straight wins, and it's going to be sixteen starting tomorrow. So here we go, week four. Well, actually, let me just pin that comment. Thank you for the segue. Week six, and if oh, so by the way, so for week five. I have seven wins to seven losses. Sad. But let's try to rebound. Starting tomorrow, Thursday Night Football, I will be live on this account, so make sure to set your alarms for 8 o'clock or... Wait, let's see what time that is. What time that is? 8.15. Okay, so here we go. Denver Broncos at Kansas City. We know what it is. It's 15 in a row. Make it 16. I'm not even trying to play around. Okay, we have another international series out in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. We have the Ravens taking on the Titans. 
Now, my issue here is that Lamar Jackson leads the NFL with fourth quarter turnovers. And I believe Odell Beckham Jr., I believe he suffered an injury, right? Like, is Odell... Let, let me let me check out what's going on here. Because uh, I think Odell Beckham, OBJ, let's see. Yep, questionable. I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, OBJ, he needs to retire. He needs to retire. He, he, he got the money. He got the Super Bowl. Just retire. It, it's time to go home. I think he's a father. Raise your kid. Just the, the magic, the highlights. And that's why you have to... The window is so small. If you think about when we first saw OBJ, when he had to catch on Sunday Night Football, which, by the way, was a loss, right, against the Cowboys, to him being in the Super Bowl and tearing his ACL, non-contact... The man's knee ligaments give out without him being touched. It's time to call it a career. Okay, another tough one. Okay, starting with the one o'clockers. Commanders at Falcons. This is a tough one. This is this is honestly a tough one. But okay, so the Falcons are three and two. Commanders are two and three. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Falcons. They're undefeated at home. Three and zero. Oh. Give me the Falcons. Vikings at Bears. The Bears have yet to win a home game. There's no Justin Jefferson. If Justin Fields and DJ Moore could replicate that magic from Thursday night to Sunday, I'm going to go with the Bears. Yeah, because I said that the Vikings are going to lose every game that Justin Jefferson isn't playing. Prophet Decrees, it starts this Sunday. Another tough one. Seahawks at Cincinnati. Seahawks are 3-1, and one, but they're 2-0 and oh on the road. But I fear, I fear that um, Joe Burrow and the offense has finally woken up. But let's see what the injury report is looking like. Okay, so they're actually picking for the Seahawks to win. But see, Metcalf is probable. Jamal Adams, he also needs to retire. T. Higgins, questionable. Man, this, this is a tough one. But I hate the Bengals. I know that much. But I can't pick for them to lose every game as much as I hate them. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Of course, it depends if DK Metcalf is going to play. Okay, Niners at Cleveland. We know it's going to we know it's going down. Bang bang, Niner gang. Niners going to annihilate the Browns. Panthers at Dolphins. Give me Miami. However, however, the Dolphins have lost their running back. Correct me if I say his name wrong. Devon Akane. He's on the IR. They said he might miss four weeks. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
That is a devastating blow. Devastating. But they have Tyreek Hill. They have a fast offense. But you had a 1-2 running back combo and dudes out up to four weeks. That's why the NFL, I don't know how you do how you guys play fantasy, honestly. Cults at Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, honestly, is a terrible quarterback. They said it was Urban Meyer, but it's Trevor Lawrence. He'll be back here in America. The Jags are one and two at home. That's not good. But the Colts, no Anthony Richardson. No Anthony Richardson. So you can't, like, you know, honestly, if Jacksonville struggles against the Colts with no Anthony Richardson, give me a break. Like, this dude is out. Foul ball. Let's see who we got here. Anthony Richardson. Where is he? He's on the IR. Let me click on his name, see what it says. Expected to miss four to eight weeks and may require surgery. Um, <clears throat> the only reason why your comment isn't being pinned is because the Texans lost to the Falcons. So I would really hold off on that second coming of Jesus Christ with all due respect. He ain't that good. He's doing good, but, you know, losing to the text to the um losing to the Falcons, like give me a break. So the Colts, their season is done. We we know this for sure. The Colts, their season is done. Anthony Richardson, and again, you put all that value and you don't even protect your quarterback. Ducks, of course. It's all part of the plan. Well, yeah, we do know that the NFL is scripted, so. <laughs> okay, but I'll tell you what, though. I will go with the Texans against the Saints because the Texans are at home. And Derek Carr, he just... Derek Carr, what's the word y'all say? Is mid. Derek Carr is mid. Derek Carr is not lighting it up. Jimmy Garoppolo's not lighting it up. Oh, speaking of lighting it up, well, let's just get into it. Patriots at Raiders. Jimmy G's not lighting it up. Why is Jimmy G not lighting it up? The Patriots are terrible. I can't see the Raiders struggling, so give me the Raiders. Car okay, oh, sorry. Excuse me. So that's a 405 game. Sorry. 405 Pan excuse me. 405 New England Patriots at Las Vegas Raiders. Give me the Raiders. And then we have 425 Cardinals at Rams. I'll go with the Rams on this one because the Rams are at home. Also 425 Philadelphia Eagles. Carr better than Kirk Cousins. No, no, because statistically Kirk Cousins has better numbers outside of the Vikings win-loss record. Kirk Cousins has put up better numbers. Do you know anything about football? I'm sorry, I don't mean that in an in insulting way, but, uh, you know, how could you say Derek Carr is better than Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is at least 
top five with the yards, the passing, you know, uh, I believe yards per throw. But sadly, the Vikings record doesn't show how great he is. Okay, Eagles at Jets. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'll tell you one thing, though. Score prediction for Carl. I don't really do score predictions. Uh, I will take a look at what it says. Let's see what it says. Mm, Over under 48.5 points. Damn, over under 48.5 points? That's what they're saying for Cardinals-Rams. Do I even see them putting up those kind of numbers? That's insane. I don't know. Damn. I mean, the Cardinals are 1-4. 0-2. Okay, they're, they're, they haven't won a game away yet. But the Rams are 0-2 at home. That's terrible. Let's see what the injury report's looking like. Tell me something good. I don't know. Jay Dobbs, though, he, he's doing his thing. Uh, but Matthew Stafford, five touchdowns to five interceptions? Oh, but James Conner. Right, the running back for the Cardinals, he's out. As per the usual, Marquise Brown, questionable. I'm going to go with the Rams. I, I, I can't see the Rams losing to the Cardinals unless it's a last-second field goal nonsense. Is that the sum total? Well, uh, that's what it says. Over under 48.5. And then it says, um, let's see, because I'm not, let's, hold on. And then it says line, Rams, seven points. I would definitely say under. Like, I don't see these teams combining for more points. <clears throat> now, Eagles, Jets, back to that. The Jets' defense is for real. And the Jets would have beaten the Chiefs if it wasn't for the NFL referees cheating the Jets. Can the Jets end the Eagles' streak? You know what? (sighs) Damn. It's just too bad that Zach Wilson sucks. Ah, good one. L.A. Rams, super fan. Thank you. McVay is 11-2. Yeah, so this should be good. Can the Jets' defense carry them to a victory over the Eagles, though? You know what? I think for the hell of... Oh, my God. I'm intrigued because, again, the Jets almost beat the Chiefs. So surely they could beat the Eagles, right? I think I'm going to go with the Jets as an upset to end the Eagles' five-game win streak. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. Why not? And and the Jets are at home. And plus, if the Jets don't win, I can always rip them. So it's a win-win. Lions at Buccaneers, 425 game. Give me the Lions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now they said 
that there's a contract clause for the Sunday night football games that you can switch out games. I would have used that switch out Giants at the Buffalo Bills for Sunday night football. The Bills are going to annihilate the Giants. And honestly, the Giants at 1-4, and four, the Giants should be stripped of any more national TV games. I know it's New York City. I know it's a big market. But we should not be subjected to watching the Giants. I would rather have the Eagles at the Jets. That would be better Sunday night football than the Giants at Bills. There, there, I saw the hype, the social media manipulation, oh, in a battle for the state of New York. No, it's a battle of nothing. Daniel Jones, he's a terrible quarterback. He didn't deserve the big money. He doesn't know how to play the game. The Giants are a sinking ship. And Monday night, oh God, Cowboys at Chargers. Let me, I'm going to have to look up the history here. Let, let, let's see what the history says. Cowboys, Cowboys. Give me the history. Okay, the Cowboys have an all-time record of 7-5 and five versus the Chargers all-time. Wow. Damn, this is Cowboys 3-2, and two, Chargers 2-2. Two and two. You know, games like this. Let's see let's see what let's see who's favorite to win. Okay, they're they're picking the, the Chargers to win on Monday Night Football. Let's see who's injured. Okay, uh, Austin Eckler questionable. Let's see. All right, well, the Chargers do put up points. Yards allowed. But uh, the Chargers defense is so terrible, though. I'm going to go with the Chargers. How is Chet looking? I have no idea. Red October, yes. I'm glad I got on board. I missed out last postseason. I atoned for my sins. How is Chet Holgrim looking? I'll I'll let you know. Honestly, I'm not doing I don't do NBA preseason. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am waiting for the regular season to start. So, you know, but don't get me wrong, I'm reading about it. Chet and Victor Wimbenyama. They don't talk to each other. Like, like, it's so stupid. Like, what? what? Because they're both two tall beanpoles that they're supposed to talk to each other? I don't know. I, it, it makes no sense. Okay, so I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Cowboys. And my end closing will be this for the podcast. It's the ninth inning. Houston is up 3-2 over the Minnesota Twins. And this is what the Twins wanted. The Twins wanted the Houston Astros, defending World Series champions, 
I will also note, which I think I already talked about, the AL East, the Bray, sorry, the AL East, the Rays, the Rays, the Blue Jays, and who else lost? Hold on here. I should already know this. I don't know why that third team is escaping me. Ah, yes. The Blue Jays, the Rays, Baltimore Orioles all did not get a win. That's it. So, as a Yankee fan, you know, I only care about the Yankees. <clears throat> but as a sport fan, I've talked about the other teams, which is why I continue to make the content that wonderful content that you love so much. But the AL East, this postseason, 0-7. So even though the Yankees didn't make the playoffs, they have the same record as everybody in the AL East who was stomping on them in the regular season. So thank you all very much, sports fans, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.